Thank you so much to the generous supporters of this podcast who pledged to donate to the show and to my studio at patreon.com slash Pios Labs. You make it possible for everyone to listen. This is the K-12 Engineering Education Podcast for February 27th, 2017. Welcome, listeners. I am your host today, Rachel Ferrig. You may recognize me as a previous guest on the podcast. And today, for a change, we are going to be featuring Pius Wong. Hi. Hi, Pius, as our guest on today's podcast. We want to talk a little bit about some really cool games and apps. I think you told me you have four or five to look at? Yeah, I found five cool apps that I think would be nice to bring into your engineering classroom or your STEM classroom. Sure. Classrooms, and four of them are specifically games. There's a fifth one that's not quite a game, but it's kind of cool and fun, so I just want to talk about that, too. All right. Well, what's the most fun one? Let's start there. <laughs> Let's go for the best news first. Yes. Okay. okay. So, um, this is a game that I found after checking a lot of the top Android engineering science type games, and it's called Brain It On. Bro, bro, I see what Brain, you did there. Puns. Brain It On. Puns, yes. <laughs> That's punny. So it's this one right here. I'm going to show Rachel. So, oh, the smiley face is falling over. Yeah. that. <laughs> if you're downloading it right now, you can see what's going on. So I click the play button, and it lets me play. And I'm going to turn on the sound here so you can hear it. And, okay. So I've already played through a lot of freaking levels because I, <laughs> I flew on the plane the other day. And so on my three-hour ride, I just tried to get through as many as possible. All right. Let's lower that volume now. Uh, but the way it works is you go onto a level and it asks you to draw a shape. Oh. And you can take your finger and draw whatever you want on there and it appears. And whatever you make immediately comes into existence and gravity pulls it down. It behaves like a real object. So that was the first level. Oh, and you get points just for doing what it just said. Just for drawing a shape. Yeah, oh. so that's easy. Level two is... Make the ball hit the left wall. And so there's a picture of this ball hanging on the bottom of my box here. Yeah, it's almost like... um, What's that arcade game from Atari? Um, you know, where you bounce the ball and the thing slides back and forth. Pong? All you people... It's similar, yeah. Kind of. Only, but, but that's not... But here's the thing. The reason why I say this is cool for a physics classroom is that gravity is here, unlike oh. in Pong. So you're looking at it from the side, and there's this ball here. But if I create an object and make a drop, let's see if I can drop an object on that ball. Oh, it's it like pool, only different. Yeah, you have to drop things into this universe. What? And so, I don't know if you can imagine this, but like... Tilt the shape to the right. So, so, so you try that. So what's in front of me is, it looks kind of like a teeter-totter or mm -hmm. a seesaw. And the left side of it is down, and the right side is up in the air. Yeah. So if I want to tilt it to the right, having been a physics teacher, and also having been on a teeter-totter, <laughs> I know that I need to apply weight or force yeah. to the right-hand side of the teeter-totter. So what would you want to put on there? Well, I want like some kind of a weight. Do I just make an arrow you, like you well, did? Well, you, anything you draw becomes an object. Oh, Do you want to make a ball? Oh, I want to square? make a little ball. Okay, so you can go on there and draw a little ball and see what happens. There you yeah! go. Yeah! 
it. Now, now, okay, that's level three. <laughs> basically, there's a lot of puzzles. It's basically a puzzle game, a physics puzzle game, where you have to know about gravity. You have to know about torque and you momentum. You have to know about simple machines. Yeah. So you could use this. Um, here in Texas, we have some student learning standards about simple machines that are applicable in eighth grade or in IPC. Okay. Um, And that would be a really great game for them to especially be able to understand, um, you know, the length of um, an object for torque. You know, where do you have to apply the pressure versus where the fulcrum is and that kind of thing. Oh, totally, totally. For me, all I learned and what little I learned about creating curricula back in the day was that you really need to motivate or have kids be motivated to see the need why they want to use certain equations. And sure. to me, when I played this, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this gives me a very qualitative feel mm-hmm. of all these different physical phenomena. And while I was playing it, I'd be like, man, I hate this guess and check method. What if I had an equation exactly. to let me figure this out? Yep. And so I thought it was cool. And it's just super neat to me to draw something and the thing exists. Yes. Well, and so often you know, in today's schools, you run out of equipment. You have to share with five other classrooms. Your school has a limited budget and sometimes the equipment is broken. And so you have some activities that you can do that are hands-on, but maybe not all of the ones that you would like. And this is just a different way of being able to manipulate the information and really see what it means to have circular momentum or what it means to collision. Yes. All the, of that. It's, it's funny, like to make a game that actually was fun and addictive to me. That, that is a fun game. That was game. still scientific. I might actually download you that totally for my seven year old. It's kind of awesome. It so, is kind of awesome. So that was the best one for me. For I me. like it. And that is called again? Brain it on. Brain it on. With an exclamation point. So thank you guys. <laughs> However, I will say, although it's free, there are ads and it's, it's not terrible ads but like sure. just be aware of that okay i'm recording you want to say hello hi hi and what's your name paquita can i ask uh, how old are you and what grade are you in 10 and i'm in fifth grade do you like video games a lot oh do you like it more than school well, maybe <laughs> cool uh, well, I got you here today, or I'm visiting you because I wanted you to try out some games that we found. And as adults, we thought, well, we had our opinions about it, and we're wondering what you thought as a real live child. And you can tell us the good, the bad, total, complete truth, okay? Okay. All right, so the first game is called Brain It On. Paquita is drawing little objects next to the ball, which are falling on it slowly and pushing Oh, you got it. We'll play like a couple more levels and we'll see what you think. If you want to get tested or something or find out multiple ways to do things, not just one way to do something, maybe it kind of teaches you that. Like, you don't have to do just one thing. You can do it any, like any different way. Cool. On a rating of 1 to 10, what would you give it? Um, I'd be like an 8 because it's pretty fun, but then it probably, I only got to the 6th level, but I was already having a little bit a little bit of trouble on number 6 until I found out that way to do it. 
Wait, so it's probably an eight. It's pretty fun. Okay, cool. Thank you. You're welcome. There are a whole class of games on iOS and Android having to do with gears and gear puzzles and putting gears together. Oh, okay. I went through a couple of them. A lot of them aren't that great. This one, kids might uh, get a kick out of this. It's called Gears Logic Puzzle, which okay. tells you exactly what it is. And um looks like this. Okay. So there's a clock in the top left on one gear. Gears Logic is in the middle, and then you can play it or pause it or create custom levels. Yeah, and so this is the opening screen. I'm going to raise the volume so you can hear. Nice little... It's kind of Jack johnson Yeah, if you need your kids to think about lying on the beach and playing with the gears. <laughs> so I'm going to click the play button here. And uh, we'll start with level zero, which is not very hard. No. You can drag around... Oh, the you wooden can gears. Drag them. Yeah. Okay. So the idea is you have this starting gear that's moving, and the goal is to make the the moving gear is green, and all these red gears are still, and you want to make the red gears move. Oh. So how can you put the gears together to make them move? And so it's pretty finicky. You have to get the teeth to really. You have to really get it lined yeah, up. Exactly. Oh, I did it! You did it. Yay! <laughs> level level zero. <laughs> so. Yeah, any questions? No. Do you think that little kids might actually like that? I think a lot of little kids would like that. I think it or is... Or big kids? Um, I think it's more... I Well, my, I, my instinct says that it might be better for little kids. Um, but you could also use it for foundational knowledge. So if you do have, um, for example, if you're in a small school and you have a, a complete k-12 stem initiative you can start with things like that and then move into the mathematics behind it you can move mm. into rotational motion you can move into torque and things like that so i think that there's um there are opportunities for vertical alignment okay well i'm glad i think it's cute yeah. i like it so if you want a cute gears game for younger kids usually you look gears up gears logic puzzles puzzles Okay, so... Okay, what's next? What's uh, engineer cars? Engineer Are we cars. saving that for last? No, no. Is that, it super fancy? No, well, kind of. Okay, <laughs> so this app is called Engineer's Cars. Engineer okay. Cars, I'm sorry. Engineer, engineer colon, colon cars. <laughs> Just to be specific. <laughs> I wonder if there's like engineer colon <laughs> trucks and engineer colon... Ooh, roller coasters. No, I, I only found engineer colon cars. Okie doke. Uh, it's kind of neat. It's better to play on a bigger screen, like mm. if you have a tablet. A tablet. But I'm playing or this on my phone just to show what it looks like. There are ads again, but it is free. Um, so you have two options when you start: continue or new game. Let us start a new game. Excellent. It's a puzzle game. Ooh. And so the idea is that you've got a whole bunch of are segments those of lines. Pieces. Yes. And you... you have to put them together. Well, wait, wait, wait. No. Oh. So you've got all these lines uh, on the screen, and the idea is that if you rotate these objects in the right way, you can view an image of a car. So it really okay. This is really oh like wait wait you see what's steam. happening? It's like it's science, technology, engineering, and arts, and mathematics. Because if happening? you don't, I do see there what's happening. Go. Oh my gosh. So how would you describe what you just saw? You took a bunch of weird looking lines <laughs> that were smattered all across the screen of your phone. 
and you rotated it just using drag technology. So you went up and down and kind of around and left, right, back, forth. And in doing so, what you resulted in was a blueprint of a side view, front view, and rear view of a car. Yeah. That's insane. I was thinking like, especially if you're a CAD teacher or you involve CAD and you need to practice or your kids need to practice 3D visualization Yes, and they need to rotate things in their head. Well, you can rotate it in your hands. Oh my gosh. So do you want to try level two? Oh, level two. Yeah. Wow. We're on a smaller screen, so it is a little harder. Okay. And so I'll, oh, oh, there's, there's an ad. Yes. Whoa, I did it that quick. No, I just, all I did was rotate. Oh, you just wrote. Here, let's restart. Okay, so the idea is that there's this 2D image that's been cut up and broken <gasps> look, up. Look, look what I did. Oh, you did it. Oh, oh, I gotta go this way. And yeah, that that cut up 2D image is Shucks. is in a whole bunch of pieces in space. Oh, and you just have to. Remember. You just have to align. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm laughing. My finger's moving. So you just have to get it close, and when it's close, you can rotate it this way to bring it. Uh, in line or in the same plane as your um, what you're looking. Oh, come on, <gasps> I did it. Yeah, so just when you get close, it kind of snaps together. Look at that. Okay, and then it says, "It's the schematic for a 2007 Honda yes. Civic." So it's kind of cool. That's crazy. Um, it's hard to describe. Those on are fun. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're interested in it, um, it, they're all the same idea. Um, again, it is called Engineer colon cars. cars. And it's the icon of like a schematic of a Yeah, it's car. like a blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. And if there are any hardcore gamers listening, there's it reminded me of a game called Echo Chrome a long time ago. I think it was on PlayStation or something. I wouldn't know. No, but it was a very cool game. No, but that's the thing. One day I gotta show you it. It's a similar <laughs> deal. It's a it's a game, a puzzle game where you play with perspective. The same okay. idea. Where if you look at a bunch of objects in the right way. I wonder if geometry like teachers or, you hmm. know, anything where you have to investigate the the multiple perspectives of any sort of geometric, three-dimensional geometric object would be able to use that. Probably. I don't know. You know it would be interesting to hear from them. Have you seen... Um... I'm talking to you, geometry <laughs> teachers. Have you seen those art projects where like they do graffiti or murals on multiple buildings and the buildings might be on like different blocks and if you look at them in the right way it turns into this 2d image in front of you yes i have there's a word for that and i forget what it is i don't know what it is either but that's what it reminds me of so so that's what it is looking at something in the right perspective in the right way you have to be standing in a certain spot to see what it's showing that's exactly what this game is yes okay i love it i also think it would be cool if kids made their own Oh, that like would be neat. Puzzle of that. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of geometry in that as sure, well. Sure, they could art. do 3D models as yeah. well. Like you could have different groups exactly. working on a different aspect of it. And then when the whole class puts it together and you stand in a certain spot, <laughs> yeah. you get to see what Ooh, it is. That'd be cool. You know what I mean? And the goal of people is to like go into the you right spot. You have to go room. figure out where the oh, right okay. spot is. That's yes. cool. We'll click on that icon of a car, and I guess it's by Steel Seed. So, so it's the red finger right here. It's teaching oh. you how to play. So what do you see? Just just drag your finger across the screen to rotate the figure, and all of a sudden you'll notice that lines start to make sense. Oh, I see it. It's sort of. <laughs> 
How are you feeling when you play this game, Paquita? Um, or puzzle? It's fun, but it's not as good as the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be nice. I didn't make these games. Oh, 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 I almost got it, I almost got it. I did it, I did it! Oh, come on! Oh, <laughs> there's a... So a commercial just popped up when you got but it. But I just got it. So, so that is kind of a weird reward. Is this... Would you call this a game, too? Is it fun to play? Um... No! Not... No. <laughs> Not as fun as the other games. And if you had to give it a rating from 1 to 10, what would you give it? 5. Ooh, that was almost in the negative zone. Okay. Well, thank you, Paquita, for your honest opinion. I got two more apps if you're interested. I am interested. What's this one in the middle? <clears throat> uh, trust me? Trust me. <laughs> how, how do you spell that? <laughs> T-R-U-S-S. Trust me. Like bridges. Like bridges, exactly. So we'll do the level one challenge. Yes, because it's the easiest. Okay. So in the very first level, all they show you is there's a weight, mm -hmm. which is this black ball here in the middle. Okay. And there are two anchored uh, joints, basically. Okay, like anchor points, sure. Yeah, and um, you, this is basically the same symbol you would use in a civil engineering class, actually. Mm. So it reminded me very much of my... Uh, what's it called? Dynamics of materials or beam classes back in engineering okay. school. But the idea is you have to join the different nodes together or the points together mm. to support the weight. This is kind of like um, Cliffy, where you only instead of creating oh, yeah. diagram like You're right um, flowcharts. Yeah, Gliffy.com, yeah. where you connect flowcharts. Well, here you're just connecting nodes and weights and trying to yeah. support them. So I've connected two uh, beams mm -hmm. together, one from the center weight to the two. Uh, One's top left and one is top right. Yeah, yeah, two beams. Sort basically. of in a V pattern. And when I'm ready to test it, I click the little play button. Okay. And see if it holds. Okay, it held. I got some Yay. points. That's fine. If I wanted more points, I could try to make it a thinner beam or something. But let's go to a more complicated level. Okay. To show you, you how that. this works better. Let's how do about thirteen. Lucky thirteen. Yes. Okay. So it looks like I have to. Support support these two weights. They're they're two big weights, by the way. Oh, yeah, they're bigger on the than the one the right. that was on in level one. Yeah, and one is on the left side of the screen. One is on the right side of the screen, and my anchor points are below the weights, but also closer together toward the center. Yeah, and one of them is totally fixed, and the that's oh, the one on the left. Is this one rolly? Yeah, the one on the right. Oh, it's like on um. That joint. Ball bearings or yeah, something. Yeah, that joint uh, is a linear bearing, basically. Mm. And again, it's the same symbols you would use in your, your civil engineering classes. All right, Rachel, we need to support those weights. Where should I attach my beams? <laughs> should we try? Well, you're going to have to attach to the non-moving thing. Okay, yeah. Do but I want to put these together? Or? No. Let's try one long beam there. Okay, and I would do another long beam there. 
from the side here. I don't know. You gotta do something. Let, let's connect on the top these two weights together. Okay. Let, let's just and create maybe a, do that one too. I've got yeah. this trapezoidal uh, beam pattern. Sure. So both weights are now connected to both anchors, but one of those anchors moves. So when I click, so play, when he clicks play, and this is my design solution, <laughs> I am almost guaranteeing 100% failure. What's gonna happen? It's gonna let's fail. Click play. It's gonna. All happen. right. Let's it's watch. Gonna fail. Click play. Oh! oh! All right. <laughs> it was a great failure. Now watch. It, it was tremendous. Now as it fails, you can actually simulate oh, it can at see different speeds. How and why? I'm gonna lower the simulation speed and click play again. Sure. And it broke where? It broke on that one and that and here on both um, of these. Yeah, the lower supporting beams broke first, not this one. Not that, that came one on the top. So that one was good. That's solid. We're yeah. keeping that. But you would have to support exactly there, like put more supporting beams on the sure. supporting beams. Yeah, yeah. And so there's actually a principle uh, that you learn in engineering where you shouldn't really have a whole ton of long beams that are being compressed because oh, they may oh, lots of shorter ones are better. Right, they might bow if they're too long. Which is why we have trusses shaped like triangles. Hey, uh. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> the... You could spend some time messing with it, and if you progress through the levels, it lets you, you know, look at the strength of triangles, of different truss patterns, and it's kind of cool, and mostly the reason why I like it is when you click that play button and things break, <laughs> and you see it break slowly, and you realize, oh, hey, this is where I need to improve it. So again, in those classrooms that are limited as far as budgets or as far as um, materials go... You wouldn't be wrecking a whole bunch of yeah. physical test structures. Um, you wouldn't have to have your students prototype right away. They could test their prototypes this way and then determine what is their final build going well, to look like. Sort of. Yes and no. So, oh. so here's the thing about this game. You notice there are no real numbers attached to these sure, things. Like you yeah. can't get weights or moduli of elasticity yeah, or, or even distance, length yeah. yeah basic things so it's very qualitative in that respect mm -hmm. all those numbers and gravity and all that stuff it's in here in the program but it sure. doesn't tell you what it's it is it's conceptual oh i didn't even know you could do that <laughs> <laughs> i know is discovering all sorts of things so she's adding joints to the trusses I think you got an extra one over there, though. You might, yeah. Whoa, is that going to work? I don't even know. You want to try it out? No! Oh, oh, that's cool. So, Paquita, may I ask you, now that you've been playing for, like, six minutes or so? Yeah, hold on. How... <laughs> wow, you're really into this. What are you thinking? Talk me through what you're thinking while you're doing it. Um, I'm thinking that it's pretty fun, but it's also frustrating because <laughs> anyway I do it, it just moves. You said it was fun. Why do you think it was fun? Because, like, if you do it a lot, it probably is frustrating. But for the first few times when it just fails, it's still kind of cool to see how it failed and stuff because you learn more. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the game Trust Me? Um, like 7 or seven. 6. 6, okay. Or 6 and, and a half. 6 and a half.
this last thing is is not a true game. Okay. And uh, it's, it looks, the icon for it looks like a snowflake, but a, it's only five-sided. It's a green five-sided snowflake. Every circuit. And what do you think this is about, Rachel? I'm imagining it's about electrical circuits. It is. <gasps> now, okay. Oh, no. What is that? So this is the only one that isn't quite free. There's a free trial. Okay. Uh, so that you can test it out to see if you like it. But it does cost $15 as of now in early mm. 2017. Uh, it'd be cool to have in your classroom. How I'm long gonna... does the free trial last? Just like a day. Oh. So, yeah, but you can still test it out. Basically, so this is not a game. This is a circuit simulator. Okay. So this circuit simulator lets you um, basically look at the flow of electricity through any circuit. So if you were in a physics classroom and you were teaching about resistors and how you could, like, represent a network of resistors with a single resistor, you might uh, go to this app, Every Circuit, and look at a resistor tree. And you can Ooh. see how electrons are flowing through your circuit. That's interesting. So I, right now I'm showing Rachel a resistor tree where you've got a voltage and it's connected to uh, first two parallel resistors and then those two parallel resistors go into like a layer of three more resistors and then another layer of four more resistors. But it's like a waterfall. Yeah. Right? The electrons just go down and down sure. and down. Sure. And you would be able to explain to the kids, this might be an example of your house, or this might be an example of something. The cool thing is you can just immediately change resistances, oh, for okay. example. So I can increase or decrease yeah. each resistor so when we in order to help calculate... Like the flow the, of electrons. Yeah, and yes. So all of a sudden I increased the resistance a lot for one of these resistors. Yes, you did. And it slows down the flow. Oh, it really did. So so there, oh, you're like, oh, higher resistance means you're cutting off the flow of electrons, but it shoots more of that over to the other one, network. Yeah, over one other pathway. Other things you can do are um, create your own circuits with LEDs. Oh, and neat. notice up there it shows you like there's a, a bunch of lines at the top showing you the the voltages across different um, yeah across the resistance paths yeah yeah so this is not a game again but no but that could be really useful yeah if you're trying if you need a quick circuit simulator and you have 15 bucks in your classroom yeah. uh, well so often especially i know in high school physics we tend to focus on um, teaching our kids the calculation of resistance in a circuit or the calculation of voltage across a uh, circuit with multiple resistors, but they never really truly get a chance to see what that might look like. Hmm. This would allow them to create the circuit that's described in the word problem and then not only calculate whatever it is they're yeah. asked to calculate, but see what that looks like as far as the flow of electrons. Exactly. Yeah. If they had some circuit problem, they now, this gives them an opportunity to cheat, I guess, but you would tell them, hey, if you want to check your answer and you don't have a bunch of batteries and circuits lying around, mm -hmm. you just click on it. Well, this would be a good homework check, I think. So you yeah. assign them the math problems and then you say, yes. you know, double check your answers by creating it and then have them. There you go. So here's a good question. Can you take screenshots? Yes. There you go. You can so totally take I screenshots. Could yeah. I could, as a teacher, assess them based on did they create what they were supposed to create yeah totally and like professional engineers will often simulate circuits nowadays so mm -hmm. it's like they're getting used to that idea of simulation mm -hmm. they can get used to the symbols 
of circuits, oh, which can yeah. be a challenge sometimes. Yes, absolutely. And if it was tied into a real lab, like if this was a pre-lab or something, they yes. could get used to doing it with their hands later yeah, on. Build it first here on this app, and yeah. then when you come into class... You can use the materials. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's that's that one. I like that. And there's a whole bunch of components if you're teaching them about capacitors or inductors and all these other things. Nifty. So I thought it was cool. But I I'm do kind of a like nerd, that. So well, you do. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a nerd too, but <laughs> <laughs> instructionally, I would say that this is really useful. Okay, cool. The downside, of course, is the length of the free trial. That's yeah, So thank you, Rachel. Thank you, for Pius, I'm for being that... my guest today. Yes, I'm really happy that you asked me about this. <laughs> me too. I'm so smart. <laughs> yes. And uh, thanks for the tips on the classroom oh, integration. No, thank you for sharing these apps. These are Some of them are super useful and some of them are just plain fun. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you have it? Exactly. Thanks. So uh, I'll talk to you next time, I guess. I will talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks, audience. Thanks also to Paquita today for testing the games and giving her thoughts. Links to all the games and resources mentioned today are in the show notes and at the podcast website, k12engineering.net. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, and follow the show on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and tune in next time for more. Our closing music is from Late for School by Bleep Tour, under a Creative Commons attribution license. The K-12 Engineering Education Podcast is a production of Pios Labs, and you can support Pios Labs at patreon.com slash Labs. Hey, it's the post-show message from me, Pius. For a limited time, you can get my new manual about improv and engineering design for 20% off. Just go to smashwords.com, search for the book title, Engineer's Guide to Improv and Art Games, or search for my name, Pius Wong, since I wrote it. And when you check out, use the promo code EH22M. That code will be good through the summertime. Thanks.